Good morning, podcast. This is your humble host, Jordy Foster, and welcome to episode seven of Walking with Jordy. Yesterday, I wasn't really up to recording. I actually recorded twice, but I don't think I was really in the mental space to really deliver with as much energy and emphasis as I am going to right now. So in the previous episode, I spoke about why we all need to market and why we can't leave marketing as something that's passive or something that we do sometimes, you know? So today I really want to drive the point home of dominating in marketing and why we need to dominate. So I'm going to break the podcast here into essentially three topics that I'm going to sequentially run through without stopping. So at first, I'm going to introduce some companies just to give some perspective on how dominating and marketing is really important. I am going to give a framework for how some of us as creatives can employ that style. And then I'm going to give some of the personal tactics that I do on a daily basis with this podcast being one of the new tactics in general, right? So when I talk about marketing dominance, there's a couple companies that come to mind right off the bat. Some of them being Google, Amazon, Coca-Cola, Nike, Apple, Samsung. These companies are genius marketing. Now, mark me, they have bigger budgets than many of us, probably than some of us will ever have in our lifetime. But that's not the point. The point is how these companies employ marketing to their advantage. Now, we all have to pay attention to one key fact that these companies built brand around what they did but that's a topic for another day right so when i say dominated in marketing what we really have to pay attention to is the fact that whenever we think of doing a search we almost default to go to google we don't think about bing we don't think about yandex we don't think about anything else we we go to google And that's because Google created an environment where they dominate marketing, where they employed so much marketing, they make search so easy, they make it so accessible, they make the results so clean that that's one of the first places that you go to when it comes on employing search. Amazon, when they were a very small company, they were one of the biggest spenders on Google AdWords. And if I, if it's one thing that I could tell you, they took advantage of the fact that Google AdWords were as cheap as five to 10 cents a click. And if you're selling products at, at, at least five to $10 and you're getting clicks at like five to 10 cents, if every one out of 10 persons make a purchase, you're definitely, definitely, definitely going to make some great profit right there. A couple other companies that I'm going to breeze over, Apple, Samsung, you know, I, I'm recording this from an iPhone right now, you know, and 
there's a couple of reasons aside from the marketing they do make quality products you know samsung spends a ton of, on marketing as well and you know the point is for instance when we think about coca-cola or, or pepsi for instance it's not that that when we look at the ad we're gonna go buy a can of pepsi right away but we see it so much that when we go into the the store the coke or the pepsi feels almost welcoming like we see the bright red logo and we see it and there might be 10 other cans on the shelf right there but because we've never seen any advertising with them because we've never seen any, any, any product placement any special areas the minute we see coca-cola it's more likely that we'll purchase that and that's just a fact it's psychology that's why on radio they play the same song over and over and over or they make an announcement over and over and over so what does that mean for us creatives as creatives we need to really spend time and distribute content every day now we might not have the marketing budget we might not have you know a billion dollars lying down that we can do targeted ads to our customers but one thing we can do is create content and distribute it daily that's relevant to our target audience so some of the ways that that can be done is you know the best example I can give you is personally because I'm a photographer is that I can create images relevant to different de demographics so for instance I know that one of the popular aesthetics in New York is a slow grungy gritty grainy kind of aesthetic and it might not necessarily be what I fancy and I do like it so every now and again I'll create some content that's relevant to people that like that aesthetic Another aesthetic that's pretty popular is the um, beauty shots. I, I love beauty shots, but that's not the primary focus. So I do make content like that every now and again. I do share a meme. I do um, take a selfie video of myself speaking very openly about the new marketing tactics that I'm going to employ. I do share content about the camera setup that i use and the lenses that i use very openly because i believe you know and this is a new tactic that i've been employing shout out to gary v for that the gateway drug for new business in a social media landscape is to educate the customer to build trust so that they think of you when they're coming in to the door at first and it's very simple you build trust they trust you they think of you when it's time to make a purchase oh hey jordy you know i would like to do so and so and so and it's not a direct return on investment process it's a overtime process that may be a week a month a year two years and it might just be on year two day one that that person is finally ready which is why you need to be distributing at scale now let's jump into the marketing tactics that i employ as far as the tactics go some of the tactics that i've been employing lately include a strategy around instagram and facebook ads now 
given that I've been on a spree where I've been producing a vast amount of content where I've been successfully able to post about three to four times a day on the feed and I post at least five plus times on the story what I've been able to do is produce a lot of different content and then I'm able to run ads against people that like natural hair against people that are looking to get married against people that are having babies in the next two weeks or that recently got pregnant that's how we have to think about how we're gonna target ads now I'm not gonna run or speak about how to run an Instagram ad because that's something that you can do via a simple Google search. But what I'm going to do, which I'm already doing, is speaking about the mindset that goes behind it. So when, for instance, I I didn't have any maternity shoots in my portfolio, which means that I did a couple of them for free or very low cost so that I could get the content. And that's the same thing for a wedding, for instance. Now, I'm not particularly trying to be a wedding photographer, but I'm trying to get the content so that I can target it to potential clientele, which means that I often put myself in places even five years after the fact where I'm still working for free, where I'm still you know, reaching out to collaborate with people so that I can get these pieces of content so that I can target new potential customers. Because there is no way that one guy, Jordy, me, will ever be able to service the three million plus people that live in Brooklyn alone. And it's way more than people it's way more people than that. So don't quote that number for me, you know? So Doing free work is something that I still do. That is one of my big marketing strategies to do free work, which means that I'm putting myself in places where I perform the task for free as if I was working, as if I was getting paid. Then when I get the content from that, I am making a sacrifice to not go out too frivolously or to buy any liquor or to go partying with friends and and then i'm taking that money and i'm investing the ad dollars to target it because the targeted ads will if you take a picture of a girl that's in a gown it will convert better to a woman that is looking to get married as opposed to targeting the ad to all 10 million people that live in brooklyn for instance does that make sense let me say that again slowly pardon me for that the if you take an ad of if you take a picture of someone in a wedding gown and you target it to women that are looking to get engaged in the next two to three months that are 23 to 34 it will convert better than a general ad targeted to four to five to 10 million people that are in Brooklyn. And that's the really key to success. Also, you cannot ever in no way expect anyone to book you on first go because people don't make purchasing decisions like that, which is where it comes into the buying journey. People, and I'll use myself as an example, when I'm going shopping, I on Amazon, for instance, I look on a shirt, I see it, 
I like it. I look on the reviews. I add it to my cart so that I can save the price. And then I might go to a visitor website like AliExpress. Maybe I'm going to eBay or maybe I'm searching within the same Amazon ecosystem because I love me that one to two days, sometimes same day shipping that I get for paying for Prime, you know? So when i do that now sometimes i end up leaving the object in my cart for maybe a day or two and then i get a notification from amazon which is equivalent to a follow-up call which we all have to do as creatives follow-up calls are important in the sales process and then maybe after two days and it's in my cart again i'm looking on it i might not feel the same way and people might not feel the same way about booking you know for instance for the last month i spoke to over 149 people and i only booked four shoots from that and i spent a tremendous amount of money on marketing but the point is that those four people were able to suffice more or less for the amount of money that i spent on average i would say i broke even you know so let's bring everything back home right now you need to be uploading content every day to the best of your ability whether it's three to four pieces of content on the story whether three to four pieces of content on the instagram feed whether you're making a podcast like i'm making right now which after i'm done i'm gonna transcribe a couple of my two cents and i'm gonna distribute this post as a post on linkedin and facebook and then i'm gonna grab a quote and then i'm gonna share it on snapchat as well too those are all different ways of getting people's attention and this is stuff that i'm i'm not even trying to monetize one of my goals right here is really to document the journey that i'm on so that i can really keep tabs and really know my growth over a period of time and to get the attention because attention is the asset with with the attention of people you can do anything that you want so you know creatives please go out there and create content distribute content and do not get caught up in trying to make it perfect and trying to make it look and feel with everything cut and sync create target and distribute on a daily basis and that will make you better nothing else will make you better trying to make it perfect and then keeping it to yourself locked up on your hard drive is not going to make you better and that is something that i really had to get out of the mindset of and you know that's really all i implore that you all do and you know we're going up to um, 15 minutes right here but I really think that this is an important topic. We need to dominate that marketing. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot leave it as something that we're going to do sometimes or we're going to market ourselves every now and again. It is <clears throat> it is like religion. It's either we're doing it every single day, day in or day out, or we are becoming invisible by the moment. And I'm going to leave it right there, guys. You know, thank you. You have a blessed day and peace.